the show. Welcome to our 101st episode. Last week was our 100th episode. You might notice that Mr. Davey Longwood is missing. He has a part in the Limelight Theater here in St. Augustine in The Music Man, and tonight is one of their dress rehearsals, so he can't be here. But filling in as professionally and with full ability is Miss Mandy Joe, all the way from Utah. So we're grateful for her expertise and learning. Now I have two people that are more tech-savvy than me. <clears throat> There's one good thing about that. Having tech-savvy people around you makes you look good. The bad part is now there's two of them. They could take over and kick me off the ship. <laughs> so I'm going to have to be careful now. But welcome to our show. And as always, we say cheers. And how do you find us, ladies and gentlemen? Our channel is on YouTube. Captain's Quarters Podcast. There you go. You can use that QR code and find us every Monday night at 8 p.m., once the show cans at the end of the show, it automatically downloads to that channel, Captain's Quarters Podcast. And later on in the show, we'll show you the other seven or eight different platforms you can catch up with us on. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> I must have another shot. <laughs> Hi, there you go. So, on that note, we now have you knowing how to find us. What we want to do next is what we always do at the beginning of every show, and that's Eight Bells. Mandy, how many do we have this week? Eight Bells is sponsored by our family friends, the Riker family of entertainers and reenactors. They are a good, strong family of reenactors that are part of the St. Augustine Swashbucklers and very supportive of everything we do. They sponsor Eight Bells. For those of you that are maybe new to the show, Eight Bells, ladies and gentlemen, is the signaling of somebody that has passed on and about to be buried at sea. It was also the signaling of the end of a work shift on a naval ship or a, a nautical ship. And usually most shifts were four hours long. Upon that note, Mandy, who do we have to start with? I should put my glasses on to make sure I can read it too. Let's see. Joe Matt was an American cartoonist best known for his autobiographical work, Peep Show. Matt worked as a colorist for other comics to make ends meet. Most notably, an, a superhero comics, a genre he disliked. Among his credits as colorist are the Batman Grendel Limited series, Fish Police, and Johnny Quest. He was 60 years old. Constance Elaine Clayton was an American educator and civic leader from 1982 to 1993. She was the superintendent of the school district of Philadelphia. Clayton holds the distinctive holds distinctions of being the first woman and the first African-American to serve as superintendent of schools in Philadelphia. In 1992, the University of Pennsylvania Graduate School of Education established the Constance E. Clayton Professorship. The first professorship to be established in the name of an American, African-American woman at an Ivy League institution and the second such profession, professorship in the United States. She was 89 years old, ladies and gentlemen. Hubert Ginn, an American professional football player who was a running back for nine seasons in the NFL. He played for the Dolphins, the Colts, and the Raiders. He was a member of two Super Bowl champion teams, the undefeated Dolphins in 72 and the 76 Raiders. He 
He was 76 years old. Catherine Anderson, one of the founding members of the Marvelettes. The Marvelettes were an American girl group that achieved popularity in the early 60s. They were the first successful act of Motown Records after the Miracles and its first significantly successful female group after the release of the 1961 number one single, Please Mr. Postman. Boy, all of us old people know that one for sure. One of the first number one singles recorded by an all-female group, vocal group, and the first by Motown Recording Act. She was 79 years old. Terry Robert Kirkman, an American musician and songwriter best known as a vocalist for the pop group The Association and the writer of several of the band's hits, such as Cherish, Everything That Touches You, and Six Man Band. As a member of the association, he was inducted into the Vocal Group Hall of Fame in 2003. He was 83 years old. Mike Henderson was an American singer-songwriter. In addition to his solo career, which included five studio albums, Henderson was a member of the country band The Steel Drivers from 2004 to 2011 and was a songwriter-collaborator for his form of his former Steel Drivers bandmate Chris Stapleton. He was 70 years old. That's six. I heard, but I didn't research it. Did Randy Travis pass away this past week? Can we look that up? As we um, look, or was that something old that I might so. have run over and didn't notice? I think I he's think fine. He's fine. Okay, <laughs> then that was something that somebody put up as a scam, and there I am, getting caught by a scam. Terrible of me. On that note, ladies uh, and gentlemen. <coughs> no, it looks like he may have died in March. March. Well, that makes me look even sillier because I'm late getting the news. Oh, well. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we raise our glass. We say thank you to those great professionals in all realms of the entertainment world and we pass our condolences on to their family and their loved ones eight bells please mandy very good and a shot of rum and two more just for good measure. <laughs> gotcha again this week. Did it again. How about that? <laughs> I know you, you gotta, you're gotta. you going to say something. Go ahead. Oh, apparently where the videos play and stop, the audio keeps going until I stop it. I, it's a little trap Davey probably made for you. That's probably. all it is. Probably. Absolutely right. Ladies and gentlemen... We take it from being sad but respectful to those that have passed before us to being humorous with the joke of the week with Minnie Mayhem, sponsored by Shiver Me Pictures. She comes to all the events and sets up a booth and does photographs for everybody. Shiver Me Pictures, Scarlett Deerheart. She was also on the show last week because it was her birthday. So she was in town and we put her here. Do we have Minnie Mayhem? Come on out, don't be Ahoy, mates. Mini Mayhem here with Joke of the Week, sponsored by Shiver Me Pictures. What do you call a pirate's sword that is completely blunt? Think about it, and I will give you the answer at the end of the show. 
Well, I guess you have to stay till the end of the show to get the idea of what might be called a sword, a pirate sword that is completely blunt. I have no clue. I'm sitting <laughs> on the edge. And you should be too, because I'm sure it will be hilariously funny. Maybe. On that note, question of the week. We always try to make, oh, no, I'm sorry, quote of the week. I'm going to get Mandy all confused here. Quote of the week. Quote of the week is sponsored by our good friends at Spyglass Travel. If you want a good walking tour of the oldest city in the nation, come and see us here and find out old, how to get in touch with Spyglass Travel. They make a great, exceptional walking tour. They are considered one of the ten top walking tours in the entire United States. And our quote is from Benjamin Franklin. It takes many good deeds to build a good reputation and only one bad one to lose it. That is so appropriate right now. And here's why it's appropriate. There's a whole lot of news going on about Russell Brand out of um, England. How some people have accused him of doing things and everybody is just jumping on the bandwagon and beating the hell out of him. There's no official accusations. There's no arrests. There's no warrants. There's not even a trial. We have to stop beating people up and convicting them in the court of public opinion. We have to stop doing that. It is destroying us. Whether he did or he didn't, I don't care. Until they prove if he did or didn't. When I was in the military, ladies and gentlemen, we used to have a saying, you could get all the attaboys in the world, but one all could ruin it all. So, Benjamin Franklin was right. Ladies and gentlemen, Read the facts. Look for the facts. Research the facts. Don't make your opinion real. And that is a perfect saying by Benjamin Franklin. Thank you very much, Mandy, for putting that one up there. And now we go to question of the week. And I always try to make the question of the week appropriate to our guests. And this week it is sponsored, as always, by Ancient City Sirens. Miss Gina and her girls who can dance Belly dance, fusion dance, tribal dance, country, everything. You name it, they can do it, and they do it professionally, and they do it admirably. And the question of the week, ladies and gentlemen, how special are fur babies in our lives? I know how special they are to me. I had one that I had for 16 and a half years, and when he passed on, it killed me. I mean, it literally killed me. And I have friends every day. I see friends across my Facebook pages who have lost their fur babies and they are terribly distraught and upset. I understand. They hurt us. Don't you agree? I do. I yes. so. And on that note, before I go into anything else, how inappropriate it was of me not to in introduce my guests who are sitting here for the whole show at the first part of the show. I completely forgot to do that. How unprofessional am I? Oh, wait, I'm a captain pirate. Eh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> On that note, though, I have Mr. Lynn Washington, and I'll only say Mr. this one time. <laughs> Lynn Washington is a part of the working integral parts of the Humane Society, St. Augustine Humane Society here in St. Augustine, St. John's County. And then I have Steve Rise. He has been a part of some of the pilot things we've done in the past, and he did an episode of us with on the Humane Society a little over a year ago when we were in the other house, so I know it was over a year ago. And 
He is also a board member for the Humane Society. So they're our guests tonight. We're going to talk about the Humane Society. But let's get through two more things here, and then we'll talk about the Humane Society. The two things we have to com do are adventures completed. Well, the only adventure we've actually completed was our boat trip on the Matanzas River on this past Tuesday night on September 19th, and that was Talk Like a Pirate Day. What do you have for me? There are the pirates on board the ship from Florida Water Tours. And that's a great picture because we got pirates, a boat, and the lighthouse in the background. That's really a great picture. We're very happy with it. Now, you may be wondering, how did we get a picture? Well, if you look at the logo down at the bottom of the screen, our good friends at JW um, Drones, Aerial Pictures, he has a drone, and he was flying the drone all around the ship for the entire evening, taking pictures. We got some great pictures. Any other pictures we have, Miss Mandy? Oh, well, there's an ugly cuss. There it is. I present to you St. Augustine, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. Aye. And it was a grand time it was for all of us to be out there. Had some rum, some music. We put Tom Mason on the speakers out there. And we had 32 crew members on board the ship. And that night, we also made a donation to the Florida Water Tours uh, 501, where they do conservation programs for children, and we gave them a $250 check put towards what they do for the children in conservation. Any other pictures? There's some of the crew sitting there. Now, they're pirates, but they sure could be doing a little bit more. They look, some of them look mean, but there's a couple of them right there. That's a mean one. That would be the one with the glasses. All right, there's a good shot. Miss Gina, open your eyes. And there's our flag in the background. Oh, there's my better half. Yeah, you can tell I'm having a good time. But she looks like she's about to shoot me. That picture we don't need yet. Take that one down. <laughs> All right. Upon that note, ladies and gentlemen, the only ones we're going to talk about on the horizon is Spooktacular. Spooktacular is put on on the grounds of the Colonial Quarter by the St. Augustine Swashbucklers. If you want to be a sponsor, we have a, only a few more slots left to be a sponsor. But if you'd like to buy one of our t-shirts and help us out, the t-shirts, there it is right there, ladies and gentlemen. Take a fast picture of that. We'll leave it up there fast enough for you. Take a fast picture. You can pay for the t-shirt on PayPal or Venmo. It's $21 unless you happen to be a large pirate and need a little upsizing there. But the money for that goes towards helping build the Spectacular. We build the Spectacular on the entire grounds of the Colonial Quarter and we have 13 scenes this year. That's almost twice as many as we had last year. And if you're familiar with the Colonial Quarter, that big ship in the grounds there, why, it's filled with pirate skeletons. Literally a pirate skeleton crew. Aye. <laughs> and there's the way for you to sponsor us. Uh, we have a $200 sponsorship, ladies and gentlemen. 13 available, and that's not true anymore. I believe we only have three available. We have a $500 sponsorship, and I believe we only have one of those available. So we're very happy. If you'd like to join us, come along. We'd love to have you. It is held on the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for three hours, 6.30 to 9.30, on the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday before Halloween. So come on out. It is family-friendly, and as the poster did, did say, uh, the proceeds will be benefiting Alias Acres, a no-kill animal shelter. All right. On that note, did Davey make you a video highlight of the week? Um, no. Good. 
then we can go right into our guest. So <laughs> welcome to our show, Lynn Washington Thank and you. Steve Rise. And it's a joy to have you guys here, because we you, like to do things for the Humane Society. Thank you. Um, tell us the mission statement, in your words if you want, of the, uh, of, the, of the Humane Society. What is the main purpose of the Humane Society? Our main purpose of the St. Augustine Humane Society right. is to keep families and pets together. Oh, I like that. To keep family and pets together. That's a good idea. That works out well. Uh, one of the things that we like to do is that, um, not like, the Humane Society is we never, ever, ever want to see an animal uselessly put down. Good. Never. Good. So when people will bring an animal in for any, whatever the reasons they are, our goal is to try to keep that pet with that person that wants to drop them off, thereby saving the county, the society, the money, and the headaches and the heartaches that have to go with that that pet is not adopted. And also saving the expense of trying to get that same pet readopted. So what's the number one reason if somebody brings a pet over to the Humane Society, what is maybe one of the number one reasons why people want to drop the pet off? And it's, it just... We'll answer that, and then I'm going to tell you what. Excellent question, because one of the things that we did, or the people that, that took this organization over with, they, they sat down and they said, what causes a person, a, a thinking person, not, not a person that's cruel or otherwise, but what causes a thinking person to abandon or surrender a pet? Uh, and we found out that there were four things. Four, okay. Four, four things. One of them is the, the medical costs. The pet has a medical issue. The person can't afford the medical cost. Therefore, that person then just, beside themselves, they're, <laughs> they're going to abandon it, for lack of a better word. The next cause is that uh, the pet may have some behavioral issues. Hasn't bitten someone, maybe has, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's acting up. It's doing all those things. The third thing is that the um, food, pet food. And it's costly nowadays. It's costly, and for some other reason, and for people that really have pets and love pets, they know those pets become part of the family. Right. So that pet food is another expense, and it's not just that they can't buy pet food, it's just that the expense of everything else is putting, the pet food is putting pressure on the whole family. So they can't, they just can't afford it. And the fourth thing is, is age. 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 The pet's age. The, 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 I'm sorry. The people's both, age. Both. Both. Both, okay. really. Both. Yeah. Both. Really? Both. Yeah. Both. Pet's age and the and the senior citizens. Uh, we've also found out now that especially with uh, pets, cats and dogs that have long lives, there are seniors that now are trying to decide what am I going to do if I should outlive mm -hmm. my oh, pet. That's a stressful thought. Uh, absolutely. It? Of course okay. it is. I, I, let's go to the food part. Okay. I, I know it's expensive because we have a habit here, which the veterinarians that we've taken our animals to have mm -hmm. said is a great habit. We the, All of our animals, and we have four cats and one dog, mm -hmm. all of our animals in the morning get a small portion of wet food. Mm -hmm. The rest of the time they can eat all the dry food they want, mm -hmm. but the wet food helps their innards and, mm -hmm. and for digestion mm -hmm. and everything. Mm -hmm. To give four cats and one dog a small portion of wet food every day yeah. is between three and four dollars a day. Yeah. Absolutely, that's ninety to one hundred and twenty dollars a month. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really is, and I understand that. Um, and we figure it out because mm -hmm. there are children. They're not just a dog or a cat. They are our children. I hell. There are some times where I, I come home and I, I, I will actually tell myself, I sure like dogs better than I like people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really, truly. Um, they, they are our lifeblood to keeping us sane at times. They really are. But it is sad when, a, when an older person has to make that decision. That's really, I never thought about that one. That's very bad. It's, it's become more and more common. I see it all over the Internet now. Lots of different... Um, Main society all around the country, different places. They're all seeing people that are returning animals just because they're too old, they can't take care of it, they don't know what to do. So let's take it to the humane society. And 98% of the time, they usually get readopted or fostered and you know, works out really. That, that, that's, the, that's the perfect world mm -hmm. solution. What we try to do is, uh, depending on the pet's age, what the pet looks like, what kind it is, and all of that. If, if all the stars line up, that pet's going to be adopted. But just take one of those out, mm -hmm. that pet doesn't get adopted. So we try never to put it in, get it into that cycle or into the system. That's why I said if we can keep that person keeping that pet mm -hmm. from whatever it is, sure. then... So what... what so, a per so I can see some some answers here. Mm -hmm. If you have a, um, I'm gonna, I forgot to click that. That'll show you everybody that's watching us. And if you see something on there, we'll, we'll answer it. Mm -hmm. So uh, the, the answer to the the expense problem, at least food, is pretty easy. You have a food bank, and you try to help that way. But that food bank isn't always full, is it? A absolutely. Um, that I, I think the solution is easy. Is that true? <laughs> true. Get into that solution. Yes. Is not as easy as mm -hmm. you think. Because we, we did a food drive for you Absolutely. guys last last summer. Absolutely. Two summers ago, mm -hmm. and I think we put in about 1,100, 1,200 yes. pounds yes. of food. Yes, yep. But that, that 1,100, 1,200 pounds of food sounds like a lot of food to all of our listeners, but I bet that didn't last a week, did it? it, it well, it might last a week, but we know we give out 1,900 pounds a month. 1,900 a month? That's almost a ton every month. Wow. That, that's a big number. And we try, we, we have all kinds of rules. Well, what we're really trying to do is to help people not be a uh, system where mm -hmm. they come all the time. So we're trying the, to be a stopgap. In, in, the, in the situation, one of the other reasons you said the expense of, of health for these animals, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have the ability to take care of some of those things in the Humane Society. Absolutely. And so you'll do those with some consideration of, of how, how it's paid for, because you have donations and stuff too, Absolutely, right? absolutely. What we try to do is to just remove the uh, financial obstacle away. But the, the world's not free. No. So, so we, we try to help and we try to work with them, make those hard decisions. Uh, but what we don't want to see is if there is something that can be done for that pet, and financially it's reasonable uh, that we see. It might not be reasonable to the person that's bringing the pet in. We wanna, we wanna get that done. Well, of course, because when you're, when you're trying to help people that, that need, want, or have to have help, their reasonable expectations is not always really reasonable a absolutely. expectations. 
and, and you have to, and, and sometimes for that particular person, what you can give them may not be enough and may seem cruel that you're not stepping in to help them what they want. But, you know, I, there's a certain part of me from, and it's, an, it's a religious upbringing, mm-hmm. um, and I don't push religion on anybody or everybody, but, you know, mm-hmm. God helps those who help themselves. <laughs> Absolutely. Really, literally. Uh, and you, you, you have to figure out ways to take care of things. I know that may sound cruel to some people, that are listening to us, but I do base a lot of my ideas on, on a real pipe, real pirate history. Every man in the crew put in, every man got something back. If you didn't put in, you didn't get anything back. The only difference I will tell you that where we make a little bit of diversion from that is we never want to see the animal suffer. <laughs> if, if you are making choices and priorities about where your finances are going, and then you choose not to do this, we then want to still step in. And that's the way when I talk to the volunteers, I always try to tell them, keep keep your eye on the animal. Keep your eye on that pet. Don't see the person. Because we do have people that will say, oh, you know, the, the car, the nails, the hair, the purses, all that stuff is too much. So why should we then deal with the pet? But if you see this pet's going to suffer, then you've got to address that. Because if you let that pet not get that care, it's the pet to suffer. And that doesn't mean the person's going to go do it anyway. Do you, do you, so another thing that I guess if I ask this, I'm going to get an agreement from you on. <laughs> Maybe. You're going to get truth from me, but. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I, I mean, I, I okay. truly am. I mean, that's why, that's why we have the Humane Society here. Because they are a, a very important part to this community. Absolutely. And they do an awful lot for this community. But some people, and this is where my question is going to go, some people don't, I, I, I used this the other day, and when I use this phrase, I, I, I see myself being my dad. You are responsible for the choices you make. So if you're going to take on a pet, you need to know what it is, what it entails to take on a pet. And some people, it's cute, it's furry, it's great, it, it's like... Easter time is the worst time in the world for rabbits and ducks because people buy rabbits and ducks for their kids and they last about a month and a half and then the newness wears off and then what do they do with them? Uh, they, they, you know, and it's the same with cats and dogs and birds and any animals you bring into your society. You need to understand it's not just that immediate, ooh, it's great, I get to cuddle it. Now, oh, now i got to feed it, clean up after it, and take care of it. it it's, it's, a, it's, it's a person almost. It, it, it is hard, but one of the things we've also been asked to do is uh, we are now doing something that uh, we call it humane education and humane responsibility. We are talking to, I guess next week, uh, we are going to go out and talk to the um, homeless coalition. Uh, but we had to say, look, look, we will do this, but there are some things that we have to make the ground rules of. Following you, what you just said, we want people to know that there is a responsibility, financially, emotionally, Absolutely. all those things we're going along with a pet. So what part of what we're telling people is think of when you're getting a pet, just like buying your first home. You may not be ready for it. it it's the same buying a car. <laughs> or anything. You know? it, 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 you, but, but people don't know. So that's why we tie it into the humane education. So people, a lot of people have never had pets before. Uh, or they saw their parents owning a pet. So they don't, they don't know what it costs to feed them. 
what it costs to have annual checkups, what it costs to have that pet spayed and neutered. They don't know that. Now, the one thing, and I, I made this clear uh, with my organization or our organization yes. and with the Homeless Coalition that I don't know that we are going to be one that says if a person has the pet and the person can't take care of the pet, we're not going to wholeheartedly just say take it away. Once, but we will clearly say you can't afford the pet. But once the pet is there, that's where my rub come in because I have to be realistic. That person is never going to be able to afford the pet. Right. But I don't know that I am ready to say, now this is personal, that you can't have it. That, was, that, that to me is the, is the hard question. Yeah, it, that, that's the hard question because I see, and, and this is going to lead into my next topic of conversation and we will get to your event too. Okay, to okay. That's, that's good. But I think education is very Absolutely. important. Absolutely. Um, I, I just find it I find it really difficult when I see pictures on the internet where people have brought their pets and just dropped them off wherever they dropped them off at, at some institution mm -hmm. and they show these, these, these animals and I just there's a guy that has a, a, a thing on YouTube that he goes to these different places I can't think of his name but he 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 shows you these dogs, and it's all been dogs so far. Mm -hmm. But they sit there. These dogs have feelings, and they sit there with their nose in the corner because they've been rejected or dropped off or or or, or just cast aside, and and they they don't respond to any human that's coming to them now because yeah. they're 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 depressed. They've been abused. They've been abused. If they've not been abused physically, they're now they're being abused mentally. And, and it's terrible, and I, I find myself shedding tears for things like this. Literally, I do. I, I will not, I'm not afraid to admit that. I, I find it so sad. But here's the other thing that's making it even worse. Have you seen the scams that people are putting up there? Oh, I found this dog, and I need help paying for the dog. Have you seen those two? Yes. And, and, you know, so you now have to pay attention to, to who's trying to get money to take care of an animal who doesn't even exist because they borrowed a, a, a picture somewhere. Mm -hmm. So... So let me ask it this way then, to, to throw that out there right into your lap. Go ahead. Have you had anybody in this local area that you know is running those kind of scams, and do you know how, uh, have you been able to advise people to, to pay attention? I, I, I don't know of any of those, and I would probably be the one at the organization that would know about the scams, organizational-wise. Right. There may be people that individually know it. But you've seen I, them before. I... I, I personally know of one because okay. I was scammed, but one of my dogs I bought on Facebook Marketplace, mm -hmm. and it was very sketchy from day one, because mm -hmm. they won a lot of money for a dog that had no papers, and they were obviously, when I pulled up in a empty parking lot, they were obviously um, drug addicts when they rolled down the windows, there was all kinds of smoke right. in the... And you have to, people have to be aware. Uh, let, let me put it to you this way. <laughs> My background, as both of you know, mm -hmm. is I'm a, I've been a professional magician. Mm -hmm. I have been a professional magician for a long time. And part of being a magician, there's a certain amount of con in being a magician. <laughs> but that con is an entertainment con. <laughs> but there are other people that that con is their livelihood. And one of the easiest ways to pull people in on a con, whether it's for entertainment or 
for nefarious reasons is heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Pull yes. on the person's yes. heartstrings, and you've got them right away. Mm-hmm. And so that there's so many of them out there, and it's really, really sad that uh, that 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 there are. But it's okay. It's sad that there's people that that fall for this. I don't feel sorry for the people that do it and then get caught. Yeah. The one thing I would tell you about that, um, and this is one of those things where you just said, it will get me in trouble. (laughs) Not in trouble, it will get people yelling. What we tell people too is, you're going to fall into that scam when you are trying to buy this full-blooded, breaded, this and that. But if you want a pet... There are pets. <laughs> so so it, that's the kind the, of... The, the best pet in the world is, 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 is a saved one. And as you said earlier, all of them are saved the if they get it they get the at home. But some of these rescues, uh, all four of our cats are rescues. Mm-hmm. Max, my basset hound, we refer to him as a rescue because another family had them. And, and, and we're good friends with that family. So there's no disrespect to this family at all. But... A basset hound is a lot, <laughs> and they had a, had a small child, and the basset hound and the small child didn't mix right. It, it, it's, it's just human nature. But they they now come to the house and visit Max, and I'm pretty convinced that Max still knows them. I really believe that Max knows them because he's all happy when the boy comes over, and the boy's older now, and, and they frolic and have a good time. So we, we Max is, is a rescue dog. All animals are rescue animals. Right. You, all you animals give them all, all the love and everything else. It, it, it's wonderful. But so, we tell people to, to avoid that scam. Yeah. There, there are other agencies in town, Ailes Acres. Now, we have the website for the Humane Society up. If anybody's curious about any of the things that they do that we may miss or not talk about, look them up. That's what the website's for. Look them up. They've helped me um, with... Uh, inexpensive things to take care of Max or to take care of our cats and and um, it's very important that especially when you get an animal, especially if they're young, to have them spayed or neutered because we do not need more and more animals in the world. Um, as many as there are, we don't need as many. So it, the, the Humane Society really is a very important part of St. John's County. It is. It it's is. hugely important. Right. So what's the... Um, <laughs> What's the staff number at the Humane Society right now? Can you uh, break it down? I, I can. Uh, Steven, you want, you remember, or we just, I'll do it. I'll now, do it. before you go on, let me, Steve is a board well, member right. of the St. Augustine Humane Society, and um, he's now in a position as the secretary. Secretary, yes. Secretary. I guess the way we, we were talking it over earlier, all the different board members, they kind of rotate their, their responsibilities and their positions? Yes. Most of us rotate, um, few years ago, I was vice president, now I'm the secretary. We all kind of take turns, different positions, so that we know all the, what we have to do with each position. No, that's a very good, that's a very good way to do it. Everybody knows everything about, mm-hmm. everybody has mm-hmm. pulled, pulled their, their time, so to speak. That's a good, so now you're the secretary on the board of the Humane Society, mm-hmm. which is a 501. Which is a, yes, correct. Okay. Um, and... So now let's go with the staff. The, the staff. Well, the, the one thing we do want to realize or make known is that our the St. Augustine Humane Society is very much volunteer-driven. We have probably four to one, the ratio, four volunteers to one staff. I would say we probably have about 20 maybe staff members. And so just multiply four so to one. So you have 80, eight, only no, eight. Eight. Oh, yeah. the, the number of volunteers. 
Well, they're not always there all of them. All, the same no, time. of course not. Correct, but it, correct. You don't want to burn on, your volunteers out. I think on average you, you've had, what, a four to five in a day? Oh, four to five. Uh, I would say we probably run to about eight to ten on a on a Thursday because there are certain things that go on. Yeah. And one thing that you did mention that is very important that we do is to spay and neuter. Yes. Because we have to control the number of animals. Because if we can somehow get that number down, we can then, there won't be as many to abandon. There won't be as many to euthanize. So we do spay neuter and we run about um, 40 surgeries a day. On that Thursday? Well, or Tuesday every... and Thursday. Wow. So we do 80, 80 85 a week. Wow. Uh, two to three surgeons. Uh, so when you say forty-five, that's, that's a lot of animals that are being kept absolutely from, from reproducing. That's a lot, and it's probably only a drop in the bucket. Um, let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we can only do what we can do, but we—that's one of those things where we don't, um, as you said something earlier, we we don't make people believe things, but we try to educate them. Mm-hmm. And if we can educate them, uh, they're just—they're just too many, and you can't. I'm wish often, it away. <laughs> I, I often I often use euphemisms and sayings and things like that when we talk about serious things like this. We've done mm-hmm. it on other shows, but mm-hmm. education is very important. But you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. You know, you can put the education right there in front of people, but if they don't look at it, absorb it, understand it, then it, it's not helping them. One of the things we do on that is, uh, and again, it's another one of those things. If an animal comes in and an animal is not spayed or neutered, and it's the first time there, we are going to then try to do what we can. But then, in order to then become, to access the services a second time, if you haven't taken an, an action to have, uh, if you haven't taken an action to do, Get that animal spayed and neutered. We're gonna say no. Yeah, you see that. I saw that. I said it. Uh, that, that that's. Do you take in other animals such as snakes, rats, ferrets? We used to say we only do companion animals. We had to change that too because probably all of those things are companion animals. animals now. So no, we ju- we just do dogs and cats. Okay. So if somebody <laughs> brings you an animal in another category, what do you? How do you suggest, or what do you suggest they do? We would send them to the, the, the St. John's Pet Center. Okay. All right. Very good. I used to have when I when we lived out in Arizona because I was I did magic all the time out in Arizona in Las Vegas, and I had an agreement with the Humane Society in, in Las Vegas and, and in Tucson, Arizona. When they got parrots, mm-hmm. when they got rabbits, mm-hmm. they could call me and I would give them homes because right. I would use them in my shows. Mm-hmm. Very inhumane to use these animals in shows. I've had people get mad at me for that, you know, because it's it's not right to use animals in the shows. Um, it, it's it, it, but just, it, just be humane. But none of them were mistreated. In fact, all of them were were, were taken care of better than I was. Right. Because at some points in time, when I don't have enough money, my animals eat better than I do. Um, but but it, but it's also difficult with parrots because parrots latch onto a person, and then if they if they don't latch back onto a new person, they they just wither away, and it's terrible. And most people don't realize they can live up to 60 years. Yeah, and most people don't understand that a parrot's going to outlive you. You talk about that problem with dogs and cats and the yeah. older people. Mm-hmm. Uh, parrots mm-hmm. are worse on that, that, that situation. It's really mm-hmm. bad. So you have a huge staff. You do all this fun, fun stuff. You do all this 
useful stuff for <laughs> the community here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's not free. Like we said earlier, it's, it's not, not free. free. So it's one of the things you have to do is you have to have some fundraisers once in a while. Right. Besides, besides food drives, which we talked earlier before the show, pre-show, we talked about doing some kind of a food drive at Old City Pirate Festival in February of 2024. Well, it's a two-and-a-half-day festival. Let's see what we can do. We'll talk it over and, right. and put the details in and see what we can do. Mm-hmm. We'd love to do that. We haven't done a food drive for a while. We, Speaking of food drives, the pirates in this area and pirates in other areas, they started pooling stuff together to send over to Cedar Key, which was really mm-hmm. hit badly um, a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of pirate family over there. But one of the things that a lot of us pirates realize, I, I put, um, I don't know, uh, 40 or 50 pounds of pet food in the box to mm-hmm. go over to Cedar Key. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the humans aren't the only ones that are going hungry, so are the pets. Right. So yeah. we sent pet food over there, too. So a food drive would be really wonderful, and maybe we'll figure out a way to incorporate uh-huh. it into Old City Pirate Festival. But you have to have fundraisers. So besides food, uh, 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 a food drive, you have a really big event. That's one of the reasons we started talking a month and a half ago. Um, Mandy, do you have the uh, the poster of their pinup paws? Da- Davy didn't send that to you. All right, see if you can find it and pop it up there. So you do an event, right? It's a calendar event, right? Pinup paws, right? Pinup paws. It's it's an excellent event. What we do is, if you have children, you're familiar with the princes and the prince yep. and the kids that have to raise money. We do something very similar. But you get votes for your pet. Your pet is going to be in our the calendar. Each year there's a calendar. This is the 14th year. 14th. 14th year. 14th year. Uh, the calendar, the pet that gets the most votes is the cover of the calendar. Very good. The next 12 vote getters are the months. Very good. 12 months. And so that's, what start, that's one of the things that started me... Um, and my crew working with the Humane Society strongly, I mean, we'd done some food drives and some other things before, but what's, what we, what drew us in strongly was the fact that, I don't know, five years ago, the whole theme of the calendar was pirates, right? Mm-hmm. It was yes. Five or six yes. years ago? Yes. Yes. And the whole theme was pirates, and, which brought some of us all pirates away. into your event. <laughs> we had all kinds of, of pets that were, and it's not just dogs, it's cats and it's, dogs, it's right? Dog, it, for the first year this year, the cover is going to be a cat. Oh, very good. It's <laughs> right. a cat. And there's, your, there's, a, there's a website to go That's see it. that. Absolutely. And if Absolutely. you can find a picture to pop up there, that would be great. We'll talk about some other pictures. I understand if you can't. I may have had it and forgot to send it to you, so it may be my problem, not not, not anybody else's. But go to pinuppaws.com. Please. And so this is your 14th year doing the calendar. 14th doing the calendar. Uh, this year, the calendar is unveiled. Uh, each year it's unveiled, but this year we have the, the pinup paws party. It's going to be at the Embassy Suites on the beach. Very nice hotel, very nice venue. Uh, is it a no- dinner? Yes, on it November third, it's a dinner. That dinner will then also will have a wine pool, a um, band. Uh, I don't know if it's dancing, but it, the band will be there. The band will. Do you be know who there. the band is? Um, House cats. House cats. House cats. House cats. So that's, house a, cats. That's, that's appropriate. Yes. Yeah, so you know what? I didn't think about that. The house cats. That's appropriate. The house cats. They, yeah. they are a local band that has a good little following. Uh, we also will have our auction. We we now, for the second year, we're having a, a guitar. A guitar. We started that last yeah. year that ended up being very it, good. It was huge. Last year, we had an <laughs> um, autographed 
Prince. Tom Petty, Tom, Tom Petty, Petty guitar. guitar. Who's it this year? Led Zeppelin. Ooh, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> wow. What we try to do, though, is to kind of find out. We know we're going to have a guitar. But then we try to kind of find out what is it that some of our uh, supporters would like. And then we then find that that guitar. We knew it's going to be guitar. We did kind of a little survey, see what people wanted. Believe it or not, we were trying to get a Jimmy Buffett. But it that when when that happened, yes. it was it, it couldn't happen. Made it impossible. Made it impossible. Yeah, and, and, and it, with, yeah. with him passing on or anything, right. Jimmy Buffett is going to be hard to get for a while. Right, right. So Absolutely. we then went because we also have a surfboard uh, because of the beach. Right. But our theme every year, like you said, there was one time when there was the pirates were the theme. This year is called uh, Best Buds, so it's a garden type theme, and the tagline is a. A home without a pet is like a garden without a bud. So. Oh, very good, very good. So, do you know what next year's twenty twenty four? Now, these this calendar is the twenty twenty four calendar. This is right? the twenty twenty four calendar. So, do you know what the twenty twenty five? I, I, I do be not. Yeah. I, oh, you do. No, I'm. I don't know anything. Oh. That's um, <laughs> I know. no, no, no. Yeah, he's no. just the secretary. No, 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 no. I mean, they tell me to go do it. That's, that's pick the theme. That's there. You go. Look at that. Yeah, yeah I, knew, I knew Mandy that's would that's cover it for us. Look at that. November third, and um. We would be involved in that, but we have a huge pirate event that night, so we can't be involved in, in that. We have a huge pirate event that goes November 3rd and 4th, so we can't be involved. Well, you're doing this. But we, that's, well, <laughs> that's true. We you're are involved with this. this. We, we are involved. involved in it. We're very supportive of these. I'm, I'm, I'm racking my brain trying to figure out if, I, if there's something I can come up with to put on your auction block, too. You still have time. If I, I come up with something, I will. Because we have, there's an online auction, mm-hmm. and then we have an in-person auction. That's correct. And the online, some of the online auction items go after the event. What what we do, let's take the guitar, for instance. The guitars will be there if they don't, and we've been lucky it hasn't happened, but if they don't get, right. you know, they, then that then stays for another week. But we try to have it to the guitars, so people will come out and see it. Well, it's important because if you've got a, got an item that's 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 worth at least, and I don't know what these guitars are worth, but let's say the guitar is worth two grand, that's and you get and, and, <laughs> and you get six hundred dollars in votes or six hundred dollars in, in in offers, uh-huh. it doesn't justify letting the guitar go. Yeah. It does not. No, I mean, I, no, we've no, come no. across that with some of our auctions at, at pirate right, events right, too. Right. I, 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 it, there have been a couple of times where I've let a two or three or four hundred dollar item go for thirty or forty dollars, and I don't like doing that because it doesn't do justice to the event you're doing. Right. It's not that I'm trying to be cheap or a money hunger on on everything, but you you, you really got to the money has to be there. We we have the, the board is and the executive director. They're very good about giving me budgets and are telling us what we got to do. So all we got to do is try to make that budget. So <laughs> let let me ask you this question. I, I should have asked this at the very beginning, so I would have this information when I introduce you to our <laughs> crew. What is your actual position at the Humane Society? Because almost every, all our interaction has been having something to do with promotions, publicity, and working around <laughs> at the Humane Society. So what is your actual My real actual job? actual real job is community relations. Community relations. That's why we talk that, That's right. And, and it's actually promoting the organization. Uh, I do uh, more things with what I call free-roaming cats. 
So I will then be involved with the people that are trying to catch those cats and bring those cats in. But I also deal with the people that will bring their, their, their dogs in uh, that are trying to figure out how we're going to get this paid for. So I always tell people I'm more on the business side of it than the Well, it's important because, <laughs> you know, I, I run a pirate crew. You've been a part of a pirate crew mm -hmm. or two. Yep. The business side of it is the part that nobody ever gives any consideration to. It's not easy. And, and it is not easy. It isn't really. I mean, I, I, I'm, this is not a brag, but, you know, we, as we said earlier in the show, our spectacular is coming up and we need 13 sponsors at a $200 level and four, four sponsors at a $500 level. And we've gotten almost all of it. Right. But it, it takes a little bit of conning, conniving, conversation. Conversation, that's what they conning. I'm a pirate. I don't mind telling people. I mean, I sat down with, I sat down with some people that are really interested in, in, in sponsoring our event, but I sweeten the pot by telling them, if you do this, I'm going to make you a sponsor of not just that, but the sponsor of my podcast, and then I'm going to talk about you for 52 weeks. This community has been very uh, understanding, of that very same thing and helping us out. You, your the powers have helped us out, but also like the, the Columbia restaurant. Mm. They have been very helpful. They run an event during this month. During this month. Uh, and if you're from out of time, come to St. Augustine, go to the Columbia restaurant. 5% uh, of the meals, 5% of your meal then goes to nonprofits. You don't, if you, all you have to do is check a box. Cost you nothing, and so it goes to nonprofits. Does it go to specific nonprofits? Yes, they, divide, they divide it up amongst. No, them. When, when you walk in the front door, they have a list of nonprofits that, that they're associated with. And when you go to tally your bill, then you will, check the box over the one you the, want. The one you want. That's a wonderful way. Right. To that's what I said. They they are helpful with us, which was great. But they they are looking at the nonprofits. But of course, we like it. Because you go, and it costs you nothing. It doesn't cost a whole them anything, except I do things like this. The other nonprofits do the same thing, but it really is a way to, that the community gives back. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't say that it, you, the, the pirates, in the last two years since I've been there, you guys have always done large. I mean, large food drives. Well, pirates are large. <laughs> yes, we, very we, large. We like food to do. We, we we like to do it that way. I mean, it, and, but it's important. And all of the pilots that I know, all of my crew, and I have forty-eight, fifty-two members in my crew now. Mm -hmm. Every one of us have animals, and I think almost every one of us has more than more than two. Yes, um, that's one other thing we have tried to get to is, and it's coming around is animals. A part of the family. And yes. so when we're talking to some of the organizations, now we're never going to compete for the money from the kids. I'm, I'm not doing that. Uh, and you've done that too with us, where you had us and you had the the, the equivalent of the Make-A-Wish, um, whatever that, that... Make-A-Wish, Give Kids a World. Right, yeah. right. But then you have us. Yeah. And so what we've said is that it's kind of holistic because I said earlier, the, the, when there is pressure on those animals, it puts pressure on the entire family. So you can't just say, oh, it's the, you know, the fur babies are not like the two, but, but I told people, you when you sit there with those families, and I'm the one that's going to be doing that, and they have to make decisions. Have they brought you to tears before? Uh, 
in my heart. I'm okay. not. <laughs> right. But but again, this is what I also tell my volunteers too, though, is you can't let your big heart hurt you. No. So no. you gotta figure out a way to try to address it. So one of the one of my philosophies, uh, and one of the reasons why we direct our charitable work in the direction that we do, which is children and fur babies. Yeah. All right. I and this goes back to my religious upbringing. Mm-hmm. I truly, truly believe that 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 as, when we become adults, that we're responsible for the younger people around us, the children, the animals, and everything else. We are God has put us in a responsibility to take care of everybody. God has not put us in a responsibility to take care of adults. Now there right. are exceptions to that. Yeah. I, I, I mean there are exceptions, but we're, our responsibility is to take care of those that are coming up behind us to keep the keep the world growing to a positive direction. Right. There are a lot of people, and, and I'm going to touch it so gently because you know the, 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 there are a lot of homeless people that want to be homeless. There are a lot of homeless people that they, they don't care. They, they you know. And you offer some of them help, and they don't want help. They want they want certain things, and that's not what char- charities and generosity right. want to do. Right. With children and families that have children that need help, they want the help, right. and they need the help, and they need the help in a positive direction. Now, granted, there are some times that that doesn't always right. work either, but children and fur babies is is why I direct my crew, or get my crew mm-hmm. to be a part of what we do. It's very, very important. And it, it is it is probably the most important direction you can you can go with a charity. It really is. That's why if we when we do Old City Pirate Festival, like we've talked about, and this is just a good plug for Old City Pirate Festival, mm-hmm. we're, we're first week in February. <laughs> um, but we're gonna give a booth to give doesn't cost the Humane Society anything. They're going to be there to show off their wares and everything else and maybe have some pets to look at and touch and have a good time. <coughs> and that'll be part of, pardon me again, that'll be part of, of, of the start of a toy drive for that mm-hmm. weekend. And then a certain portion of the proceeds from the gate will go to mm-hmm. the Humane Society, as well as it will go to one or two of the children's societies that we work with. <coughs> we do not take, as a crew, we won't take a bunch and give it there and give less to another. When If we bring in two charities or three charities, two charities, the proceeds are divided 50-50. We're not going to show favoritism. Right. And, and what I said too, and I do not have any issue with competing dollar for dollar straight up with sports, arts, those charities. Those are important. The, the, they're important. We, we right. talked talk about, talk about the arts. We talked about the arts last the week. Arts, mm-hmm. but the arts are expensive. Are, are, are the arts are ex- they're sure. very important to, right. to our society, especially the arts and the children. Right. The arts, and and arts are arts. important. Because um, when, when you are involved in the arts, yes. It's 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 not just here, it's here. Right. And if you right. have, if you're learning to use this as much as right. you can, then you will be a good custodian. Right. For pets and for other children, and 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 become something of society. But that's also why I said we plug uh, also the Columbia because they are looking on that list. We want you to pick the Humane Society, but but there are other charities. So just be charitable. So, (laughs) is there any other um, organizations that help you greatly that you want to mention and tell about? Tell our people that you can or want to. Is there anybody uh, at all? The, the, the pet stores. The pet stores. The, the pet stores. There are three pet stores that are very helpful to us. All of you all are, but we kind of have uh, Paradise Gucci, which is here in town. Yeah. Uh, pet Supermarket. Yeah. Which is also here in town. 
and um, Pet Supplies Plus. They're on the northern end of the county. They're not here, but what we do, though, is because we're called the St. Augustine Humane Society, but it's for the entire county. Right. So we normally will go up to say, if you're up in the northern part of the county, and all, all of these two will have donation bins for us and drop-offs, and they are very active with us. Another one, too, is tractor supplies. Believe it or not, yeah. tractor supplies oh. is very, very... That's a good one. Very helpful to us. Very good. So, see, there's some places that if you need a place to go shop, Go shop at places <laughs> that help the charities you care about. Absolutely. That's very important. Extremely important. Um, you've been with the Humane Society for how many years? Two now? years. Two years. Mm -hmm. So we've mm -hmm. been friends that long. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that long. It really is a joy to, to, to do this. And, I mean, it was really <laughs> it was really fun to take 11, 1,200 pounds of food and, and have to take three or four pirates and daisy chain all the bags of food and, and make this huge stack. Well, I should have thought to get the picture out because we have the picture somewhere in our, our Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, I sent you one over. Yeah. <laughs> Literally stacked almost four feet high on yeah. top of the picnic table. Yeah, right. it was okay. amazing. Yeah. Now, you sent me some other pictures today that mm -hmm. I did send to Mandy. And so <laughs> what I one. thought we would do, Mandy, we're going to just pop them up in the order, I guess in the order I sent them, but if they don't have the labels I put on them, who, who the heck knows? So. Just pop one up and let's have Lynn tell us. Now, the, I know that's got to be out at World Golf Village. It, absolutely. That absolutely. is. I, I recognize the background. So yeah. what was this? The, the, the Renaissance and that hotel also, and it, you know, often when you call names, you miss people. But they are also very helpful to us. Yes. That is a, that is a cat uh, that was a rescue cat. Clearly was a cat that was we found in the woods, uh, probably two days old, and me. Two days old, had to nurse it with a bottle, uh, and we were invited to come out, bring some animals. And I said, "We though he was he was up for adoption. He got adopted, but because of the specialty nature, we will take those kind of cats out." Uh, and that that was the mermaid that was at World Golf Village. So that we was. one of our cats here. All of our cats are rescues, but one of ours we caught. I just walked out into my living room one morning several months ago and there was this little teeny weeny tiny gray cat on the, mm -hmm. on the door mm -hmm. batting at, at Max. Mm -hmm. Max was sitting there and he was batting at Max and I thought, well that'll be cool. I walked out and he took off and he went off into the woods out here and I could hear him crying all day, just mm -hmm. crying, mm -hmm. but I couldn't find him. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we put food out and got him to come over a couple more times and then we put a cage out, mm -hmm. a capture cage. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. That cat was smart. He got in the cage, got the food, and got out of the cage without getting caught. <laughs> yeah. So I had to reset the cage to a more sensitive nature. Right. And, right. and, and he wasn't happy. And yeah. and we um, then we took him and had him had him checked. He had fleas, and he was and he, he was probably he was probably less than three weeks old. Mm -hmm. And so we've had him now. And somebody threw him out off the side of the road. That's what we think. Somebody just threw him out there and. It's possible that when they threw him out there, they threw the others out there with him, a whole litter, and they're out there somewhere, but they're dead. That, I mean, they're, that we couldn't find him. He was the only one that lived. So we have him. Uh, he has three names right now because we can't decide on a name. My wife wants to call him Watson. I don't know why. She refers to him as Baby. And then and, and I, because we were just starting off with spectacular advertisement, I wanted to call him Spooky because he's a gray cat. 
but I don't know what his name is, but he answers to all of them as long as there's food. <laughs> so we now have him, and the next step, because he's now old enough, we have to have him fixed. Oh. We haven't had him fixed yet. It's time to have him fixed. Call me. I, I will do that. Call and we, me. We need to have him fixed, um, because it's proper to do that. We, but he, you know, he had all kinds of things we had to take care of. So this is at, the, over at the Humane Society. That's the Humane Society. That's the litter mate to the other one that you just saw. Really? Yeah. Hi. Yeah. And now is she a worker there? She, she, Allison was supposed to be here tonight. Ah. And Allison, I know you will be listening. Today is Allison's birthday. Oh, well, happy not birthday, know. Allison. Happy birthday, Allison. Hi. Right. Wait. Here. <laughs> This is your birthday song. It isn't very long. Hey, I have a show to run. That's all you get. All right. So I hope you're watching. Uh, oh, she will be see it on the recording. Yes, she will. Absolutely. Uh, Mandy does one other thing too, and, and which has really been helpful to the show. And, and she goes through the show and she finds little snippets and clips, and she pops out thirty second and sixty second clips and puts them on there for people to see. Now look at this guy. I guess he's a. Uh, he looks like a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, actually Maisie. Maisie was in the calendar last year. Really? Last year. Uh, this year she was in the contest. And what we find out, sometimes the people, if they get their animal in the calendar, then they'll help other people. Uh, but they'll still put that, they'll enter in. In the in the calendar, but then they help other people raise the money. We didn't get calendar. in. We didn't get involved with the pirate calendar that year fast enough to get Max in. But we wanted to put Max in, but we just didn't get involved fast enough. But we'll be watching the theme okay. coming up. Okay. Because we have four cats and a dog. We're gonna. <laughs> I got. I, I got to have some pictures of them so I can make some money off of them somewhere down the road. We're not always limited on cats and dogs. Last year we had oh. a goat. Right. A goat. Right. A goat. Really? And chicken. We had chicken. And chicken. And Very good. good. So, what was this event? All right. This is actually not an event. This is, uh, I can't tell whether it's a Tuesday or a Thursday, but it is check-in time for cats. Spain. So, that's a normal line for the people that are lined up. Wow. And some of those will have multiple cats. That's just the cat line. The dog line is on the other side. But uh, every Tuesday or Thursday, the line is like that. Wow. That's cats and dogs. Animals. So what, what was this, this? Remember you were talking about the humane cage? Yeah. That's when we bring them in and then we line the cages up. The, we call them humane traps. Right. We line them up in there. Now, all of those have cats in them. We put the towels over them. They, they calm down. In the darkness, they'll right. calm down. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's waiting for them to go around the corner to go to what we call pre-op. Just like a person, they go to the pre-op and then they uh, will get sedated and everything else. Wow. It is a process. It's a process. And there are a lot of, there are a lot of stray cats in this county. Yeah. Most humane societies will try to address whatever is the prominent issue in their area. Ours right now are stray cats. Mm. Not not dogs. Not stray. No. Not stray. But stray cats. And what I would like to do is to try to cut down on the carcasses we see on the road. Uh. I hate saying that. Yeah. I just So yeah. that's why that line is when we do the spray neutering. Uh the dogs are not so much stray, but we do have a lot of dogs that need to be have medical receive medical attention. Yeah, it's um, it it tugs my heart when I'm driving down the road and I see animals. It doesn't matter if they're cats, dogs, or raccoons, possums, 
I, I saw a turtle once that was completely destroyed. Yeah. You had to actually make the attempt to hit it on purpose to hit a turtle. Uh, really, literally, that's the way I look at it. We actually had somebody bring in a turtle, what was it, last year? Yeah. we. And it came in with a cracked shell. Yeah. We, they actually um, repaired it. They <laughs> stapled, I guess they used something. something to put it together between glue and I think Blondo. Yeah. And it's doing well now. Wow. Yeah, I, animals are important to us. They, they, they are our stress release, <laughs> right? They are our... Um, when we need when we need a really good hug, I can go sit on the couch and watch TV, which I'll do later on right. tonight. Yeah. And, and Max will come up and curl up on one side of me. And, and mm-hmm. the one cat we have, and so I'll tell you the story of Cooney. Cooney was is a large yellow type cat, a, a, a man mm-hmm. coon, mm-hmm. and he was an outdoor cat with some people, mm-hmm. and they were going to get rid of him because they didn't like what he was doing, walking all over their their sports car. And they said we're gonna we're gonna get rid of him and, and take him somewhere and have him put down and and, and he's already old. he was already old then I don't we don't know how old he is but Kara brought him home with the intent that we were gonna find somebody to take him and mm-hmm. give him a home five years later he's still at my house and and I really adore him and I've never ever been a cat person ever in my, in my life we were always dog people in my life but but we now have four so you know it's they they, they really do take. A, a really mm-hmm. big part of your heart. They really do. Right. One of the things you also said was what we also tell people is since they're coming to us, and we do, we are a clinic as well, so we they have to have records. So when people will say, How old is the animal? and people will stress over it, but we'll say, Listen, we got to put something in there. So what you do is you think how long you've had it, you think about how how old you think it was when you got right. him, and that's his age. That's it. That's, I mean, Put it on that paper. From there, from it's not like they got a passport. Yeah. No, <laughs> the, the vets can usually they can look at they can pinpoint their age teeth. depending on their teeth, how they're teeth. Right, right, right. And, and yeah. Cooney is is missing most of his teeth. He's he's got the skinny. He's got he's got a belly, but all along his backbone, he's really skinny. Right. He, he you know he he's got that old man look. Right, right. Still look. But but he's, <laughs> you know, but he's still. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 they're important to me. Very right. important to me. Well, and I will I will go over uh, when it's time for them to have food. They get food. Yeah. They've never gone without. Um, I'll I'll eat leftovers three or four times or a cold piece of pizza because they need to take think about the senior that's making that same decision yes. about whether or not they're buying their medicine yeah I and understand they do. that I understand that <laughs> so we try to take that away yeah and we tell them because we sat down as you were saying and we've said um, how many cans of food do you think you feed same thing you went through and we come up with this is about how much money they spend yeah I mean and, and, and we're particular <laughs> If you become particular about the kind of food you feed your animals, because there's so much crap food out there, you know that. Um, we we buy the, the wet food that we buy from Max. We have found out that through his system, the salmon is about the only thing he can eat, and it doesn't bother him. He can't eat beef. He can't eat chicken. And, and so we feed him salmon. And, and us, there's only one certain brand of food that we can buy, the canned food that, that he actually can handle and eat. 
but it's two thirty nine a can. Yeah. And he only gets a half a can. So let's say it's four dollars a can. That's two dollars a day for him. Right. Two dollars a day. That's sixty dollars a month. Yep. For just that, that's not including the bag of dry food we go get. And we found that going out to places like Costco or, mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. you can get mm-hmm. decent food. They do have decent food. Mm-hmm. But again, it has to be yeah. salmon too. Right. Um, we can't get the crap stuff. And, so, and and one of the things that we've been looking for, so answer this question, sure. if you will, um, we find that a lot of the foods we're looking now to see where it's made even. That does help. Does um, that, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to put you on the spot. and We're not... We're not endorsing any food whatsoever but do you find that 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 um, a lot of the more american places that are making food are doing a better job than some of the stuff we're getting from foreign lands the the answer to that for me is i i don't know but what i do think what we are trying to again back to our education is asking people to look at the ingredients to think about those things to be you educate yourself uh, don't just say if it's pedigree, if it's Perina, right. if it's this brand, because we don't do brands. Now, we will sit with people if they say, my animal has been eating uh, salmon, or my animal likes rice and lamb, and he has an allergy to these other things. We will help them. Well, you're, when, you, when there's food drives done and all this food is donated to you, mm-hmm. you're not really in a position to go, well, we're not going to use that yeah. food. We can't take what we can you get. have to take what you can get. Yeah. But, but there are people, though, for every bag we get, it's going to go. But there are people that will come up. If you come up and you say, do you have pedigree? Then we, we might say to you, uh, why? Why do you want pedigree? What is it about pedigree? Because if you say, well, I like small chunks, uh, my my dog doesn't, his teeth, whatever it is, we're then going to help you. But we'll say, this is not Walmart. You know, no, you, not, you yeah. can't come uh, up here, here and here, ask well, Yeah, here's, here's the other thing, too. When, 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 when the animals are hungry, they'll eat anything. And, and we try to avoid saying that <laughs> But because we do, because one thing we have seen though is that if your animal has been eating a certain type of food, then they're used to it. Then they're used mm-hmm. to, it. and then when you switch it up, yeah. then it, it, it disturbs their stomach. It can make them sick. Yeah. Right, it can. Uh, um, well, not, not, every, not every animal. Right. right. Well, I, I, I try to look at it like. But then you want to go like, to the with, vet. With, <laughs> with, with my dog, it's the it's the same brand every morning. And I, I and I look at it from my point of view. Boy, if I was a dog, I'd be sick of eating this every day. So I try to add some yeah, things we, to we it. I, I, in my case, we, we throw a little bit of cheese into it with mm-hmm. him, or um, I have some other flavors that I can put in there and powder up and add right. some flavors. Right. Um, the the gravy, which is really pretty mm-hmm. much the grease that's in the can, I'll take and scoop all that and keep it separate, and then I'll put it in the microwave and heat that gravy up, and then put it in, and then mix it into the food, so that now it's not just stock cold, right. it's warm. So I do things for that, but um, yeah, and what I was gonna, what, in a long short way to, to get to the point I was gonna make, I can lay, I can put. Max's dish of food down in the morning, and I can put Cooney's dish of food down in the morning, and they'll both look at each other and walk to the opposite dish. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, no, that's your food, that's your food, stay with your dish. And they walk to the opposite dish. It's just like, animals. Uh, they're animals. <laughs> they're, actually, they're children. 
your children. I, I want what he wants. And, and I want what he wants. That's exactly what it is. I want what he wants. Well, it's almost the same thing. Get back to your dish. So it's one of the fun joys of having animals is that you have to deal with their personalities. Mm. And, 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 and we're... I, I've heard this somewhere, and I'm going to get the entire quote wrong, so I'm just going to paraphrase it in a way. We are not their owners. They, they are the owners. They own yeah. us. They really, truly do. Yeah. But So um, we're going to move on with a couple of other things here with the show, but is there anything... You're not leaving the show. We've got some other things that we want you to enjoy with us, like the history of certain things. But um, is there anything in everything we've said, is there anything that you want to really drive home to everybody that's watching? And while the other videos are going, we're going to look at the, the questions and start answering some of well, them too. other than, again, visit the Columbia. Drive that home. And it's this week. Is it this week? It, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's the entire month of September, but this week is it's uh, over. Okay. Uh, but, you know, it's a, it's a nice place. Uh, I don't think it's pirate, but you know, I love it. It's the food. That, that you know, I'm, <laughs> the Columbia is a great restaurant. The food is wonderful. The reception, the people are great. I, I've never had one, and yeah. I've gone in there to do some uh-huh. corporate meetings and uh-huh. walk in as a pirate. Uh-huh. Um, and I do like pirates. Most of, most of them probably yeah. know who Captain Mayhem is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like most places in St. Augustine, they all know who Captain Mayhem <laughs> is. So I can walk into some of these places and it's like, oh, yeah, nice <laughs> to see you again. <laughs> and the other thing I'd like to drive home is to check out the website. Yes. Because the, 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 Mandy, if you can put the website back up there for the Humane Society, please. And also check the, off the website. Yeah, the, the, the St. Augustine Humane Society has a long history. It's been there since that very same location since 1940s. Yes. So, when, 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 <laughs> yeah. when, when you were on the show, I think it was, I did some research into yep. the Humane Society. It was started by a couple of, of older ladies. Absolutely. It started Absolutely. in the 1940s. Right. Now, yeah. that piece of property also, didn't that piece of property belong to... Um, You're going to tell me a family name. I, I am, don't know, know but I, I can't, I can't, I can't think of the name at the top of my head yeah, right now. Yeah. Um, but I think that piece of property belonged to a family that owns a, owned or owns a lot of that property Absolutely. now. Um, and God, forgive me if anybody is, is paying attention and I can't get the name right. Um, my apologies. How bad is that? It was but, one of the original. I guess a descendant of the one of the original. The original family was on the was on the board a couple of years ago. Yes, um, and they had. They, 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 but I do know it's a. Family. They had a lot of ties. They they, yeah. they owned the property where the. Or it was a Kmart at one time, mm-hmm. and it turned into something else, and it was that they own the property where the Home Depot mm-hmm. is. In fact, they still own the property behind the Home Depot. Uh, the, the name will come to me, and I'm sure somebody will pop up and, and, and slap me in the face and remind me. But, yeah, I, I, I did the research. Know. What's that? <laughs> Last time I won't know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I did the research. Yeah, the 1940s yeah, is when the St. Humane uh-huh. Society started. Right. And that's what I use that as the, it was called St. Augustine, because everything was St. Augustine then. Mm-hmm. Then... But it's not solely the city. No, you it's are St. John's County. 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 That is correct. Now, do, you know, we didn't ask this at all, and, and it, I'll ask the question, but like all questions I ask, if, if there's if there's a, if you don't want to answer the question, okay. that's fine. But do you get any money from the city or the county at we all? do not. Nothing nope. at all. Nothing. Everything is driven by your, your drives and your volunteerism. Now, we do get a grant from the state. Yes. The uh, license plate. Right. 
but uh, nothing from... Uh, yeah, but that Senate. grant from the state the license plates that's divided up amongst, amongst everybody, amongst all the states, right? So yeah, no. the, the amount of money you get from that is it may be okay, but it's probably not astronomical. It's not, and it is also uh, targeted. We can only use it for uh, certain things. Ah. well, that's the other thing. A lot of people probably don't know is when you start to accept money from the government, the government can tell you how you can spend the yeah. money, <laughs> and that makes it really tough to run an organization. So you're doing everything, almost everything, solely on fundraisers, restaurants like the Columbia, mm -hmm. and volunteerism, Absolutely. and food drives. Food drive. and, and of course, you know, we, we do derive some revenues. True, true, because uh, nothing, right. nothing's for free. <laughs> yeah, right, and, and, but again, we proudly say that, because it can't be for free. No, it can't be. But but you're not charging no, no, no. astronomical fees. And we're also not competing with the vets. Now, are your, are your medical staff... See, I keep coming up with more questions. And I, 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 so when, as I always say, if it's just me, Mandy, and Hellfire, and Davey doing the show, we'll be done in less than 50 minutes. But when we have a good guest and, and questions... So the medical staff that you have, are they... Are they Paid and top notch and, and paid and paid. Are they paid fully or are they paid uh, differently because some of their time is more volunteerism? Um, part of any of the vets can have their uh, schooling deferred or paid off because we are uh, nonprofit. So, and I also know this, and I'm going to get the name wrong. I hate it when I can't remember names. But the, the director, Carolyn Smith. Carolyn, Carolyn Smith. Smith. Yeah. The last time I was in there, and it may have been when we brought all the food, she mm -hmm. gave me a tour because some new things yes. had been added. Yes. Yes. And she yes. gave me a tour. And she yes. told me, you have an internship also. Yes. Uh, that Now, that is funded by a grant. That grant then allows uh, for students that have graduated from high school that and decided that maybe college or they want to take a year off of you know kids call it that gap year or whatever it is that if they have an interest in all aspects of animal care not just the vets right but uh even maybe if they want to do some administration they want to know community relations any of that they can then work with us for a year and that grant gets paid. They, they get paid. They get paid. They get paid. So Can, are you are you allowed to say what their pay is like? I'm you don't probably know. allowed. I don't know, oh, okay. but right. but it's got to like with the vets. I I am always hesitant when people ask me about that because I don't want it to appear that our vets are not second or not top rate. Right. Doctor Rocky, who is our main vet, uh, has years and years of uh, shelter care. So that's where she chose chooses to do. Oh, and that. I've met her too. Right. She's yeah. wonderful. She's person. Excellent. I love her, uh, Doctor Eastman. She Dr. remembers Max every time I brought him in, so I, I'm sure she remembers excellent. all the animals. She's but. an excellent. Well, and, and and there's no way, shape, and form that we're trying to infer anything about right. them not being Absolutely. top notch. Absolutely, because vets that will do work with shelters. Um, it's because of the love of the Absolutely. job. It's because there of the love of what they things. do. <laughs> money is not the main thing. It really, if money was the main thing, I wouldn't be a pirate. I, I, I can tell you that. I wouldn't be doing pirate entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Money is not the main thing. The main thing is, is what we do and what we put right. into the our compassion, The compassion, the care. Absolutely, Absolutely right. Absolutely. Right. So Mandy, I'm looking at what we're supposed to be doing, and it's probably time for this week in nautical history. Are you ready? 
So this week... Welcome to This Week in Nautical History. Sponsored by our friends at Florida Water Tours. Experience the intercoastal waterway at its finest, featuring picture-perfect attractions. We begin This Week in Nautical History in the year 61 BC. Pompey the Great celebrates his third triumph for victories over the pirates in the end of the Mithraic Wars on his 45th birthday. 1066, William the Conqueror's troops set sail from Normandy to conquer England. 1542, explorer Juan Rodriguez Cabrillo is the first European to sail into San Diego Bay, naming it San Miguel and claiming it for Spain. Then in 1580, Francis Drake completes circumnavigation of the world, sailing into Plymouth aboard the Golden Hind. 1608, Captain Christopher Newport arrives in Virginia for the second time with supplies from England for the colonists. 1787, First U.S. voyage around the world. Columbia leaves Boston. 1850. U.S. Navy abolishes flogging as punishment. 1853. A migrant ship, Annie Jane, sinks off Scotland, drowning 348 people. And finally, in 1863, five Russian warships welcomed in New York City. And that was this week in nautical history. Very good, Mandy Joe. very good. As always, we like to talk about this week in nautical history and the Florida water tours, ladies and gentlemen, those are the ones we took our Talk Like a Pirate Day boat trip on the Matanzas. We have lots and lots of pictures. We'll probably put it in a video and maybe we'll have that video ready by next Monday night to show off and show everybody how much fun we had. It was really one great picture that my wife took of the boat, but it was not of the boat itself. It was up of the Castillo with the St. Augustine pirate flag right there, right on it. It was really a great picture. But as always, we have two videos that we do at this point in time. And for those of you that are wondering why we don't do the music anymore and we do the words, because we have found out that on several of the platforms, people can listen to us. They can't see us. Well, when we would do those videos, it was just music. All they heard was music. So we've now started narrating our videos this week in nautical history and this one next, This Week in History. Go ahead, Mandy. Welcome to This Week in History, sponsored by our good friends at Dick's Wings Bar and Grill. Wings, salads, wraps, quesadillas, and more. No matter what your taste buds crave, they've got you covered. We begin this week in history in the year 1775, American Revolutionary War hero Ethan Allen is captured. 1777, British General William Howe occupies Philadelphia during the American Revolution. 1780, American Army Officer Benedict Arnold defects to the British. 1789, Edmund Randolph becomes the first U.S. Attorney General. 1875, Billy the Kid escapes jail in Silver City, New Mexico by climbing out of a chimney and becomes a fugitive. 1880, 
John Philip Sousa becomes new director of U.S. Marine Corps Band. 1890. Sequoia National Park, established by U.S. President Benjamin Harrison. California's first national park and country's second. 1907. A downturn in the stock market leads to run on the dollar. U.S. President Theodore Roosevelt later calls on financier J.P. Morgan to help manage the financial crisis. Then in 1908, Henry Ford introduces the Model T car. Cost $825. 1916, American oil tycoon John D. Rockefeller becomes the world's first billionaire. 1950, telephone answer machine created by Bell Laboratories. 1959, Hammer Horror film The Mummy, starring Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing, is first released in the UK. 1962, TV comedy series Beverly Hillbillies premieres on CBS. 1969, TV sitcom The Brady Bunch, created by Sherwood Schwartz, premieres on ABC in the U.S. And then finally, in 1971, Walt Disney World opens in Bay Lake, Florida. And that was This Week in History. Not, not in town, I'll tell you afterwards. Ah, back again after all of that. Look at that, This Week in History. So we, we were talking, and I should do a last-minute check of the... So i got to put my glasses on, ladies and gentlemen, because I can't see without them. And what we're going to do is go all the way backwards in our comments here. So, guys, you're welcome. If you see something I miss, point it out, and then Mandy can pop it up on the screen. So let's see. Henley is there telling everybody there. Athena Rivers, looking forward to tonight's show. Thank you very much. Gunfire Henley. Well, we know who that is. Zachary Harker. Happy birthday, Davey. Absolutely right. Today is Davey Longwood's birthday. And Davey can't be here. Zachary Harker is watching us from Michigan, believe it or not. Will the Historian, he's here. A special place in my heart for him because that is my son. And he is a history teacher in the school districts up in northern Alabama. So he watches the show. He's actually been on the show, too. And he, because of his history background, we did a show in June on June 3rd. And several days later would be June 6th, which is D-Day. So we talked about World War II history, that show. So we, we, we run the gambit of all kinds of history. We're not just pirate history here. Um, it's just easier for me to dress as a pirate because I have so many clothes like that. Um, let's see. Uh, we have Captain's Quarters podcast people chiming in. Those are people watching us from uh, Facebook. Um, I don't see any. Uh, I would probably fall flat asleep at work if it wasn't for five <laughs> cups of coffee and a can of energy drink. Yeah, I, I can feel you there. Very good. Uh, Will the historian? I think we forgot the innocent until proven guilty. I, you're absolutely right. We have people are too fast to jump on the on the bandwagon and convict people without any evidence, and and that's really a bad thing. And social media is pretty much to blame for that too. Paula Donato, uh, fur babies are our children too. You're absolutely right. I can't argue with that one. Um, our fur babies are my my fur babies are my heart. I have animals to point. I work with them every day. 
She does. Some days are sad to see her baby lost. I believe Athena works in a uh, in an animal clinic of some type. Uh, correct me if, uh, on what that is, Athena. Make sure I know for sure. Um, uh, Gunner Hellfire lost his fur baby about 15 years back in high school, and it destroyed him. About seven years later, I still break down. Yep, it it, it does. I, you know, what really hurt me. I buried Harry in our backyard in the old house, mm-hmm. and I know we're not supposed to do that. And I probably shouldn't have said anything here, but the the vet that that had to put him down for me allowed me to sit there and hold him when they put him down yeah. and, and it, 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 it killed me. They wrapped him up and I took him home and I had already dug his hole and we put him down and I had a marker there for the whole time we lived there and then when we left I had such guilt leaving the house that I put him in, in the backyard. Such guilt. I, I, I literally was about to do the dig up and take him with me and, and my wife convinced me that that's not him anymore. His memories and his spirit are. And I, I, I relented, but still guilty a bit because I would go out and sit with him. Uh, Athena Rivers, I've lost many fur babies in my time. I lost Miko when I was eight and I still cried for him. Um, Nightingale in Florida, having a pet is a real challenge for active duty soldiers. They have to make special arrangements in case they get deployed or stationed in a foreign country. Absolutely right. You know what's even worse? I had, when I was in Japan, I had a dog in Japan, and I couldn't bring him home with me. The cost in 1980 of bringing him home was in the thousands, and he would have had to stay in quarantine in L.A. back in that time frame. He had to stay in quarantine for 10 to 12 months, and I would have had to pay for all that too. So I ended up giving him away, and uh, he was an Akita. Uh, He was a purebred Akita, and I loved him, but... I had to give him up because I just couldn't afford it. Um, let's see. Nightingale in Florida has inherited an elder, elderly dog mm-hmm. and a barnyard cat mm-hmm. when my dad passed away. No way I was going to let them go. They were family. Mm-hmm. I Ras Ron. That looks like a new person watching our show. Welcome to the show, sir. I don't recognize you. My apologies, though, if, if you've been before. And he says, ahoy there, ye pirates. Absolutely right. Grace. For our Christmas party, I know people bring toys. How about food for our Humane Society? Uh, when we do the Dick's Wings thing, I think we will. You were at Dick's Wings I last was, year. I was. Maybe I was. we'll do that. Right. Um, we have two months to plan that. Maybe we'll put that on the web. Can I say something? Yes, go ahead. Uh, what we now have seen now is a lot of the younger kids uh, are having bring pet food in lieu of toys for me oh, for their parties. Very good. That happens often. The parents like that. Well, I think we can do that, and um, that might be a good way to have you guys come and be on the live show. Um, I'm not sure. I, I think we have something that will show you where, where it's going to happen here shortly, and come and be on the live show, and we'll give you all the food we collect. I think that would be a good one, and it, it's like the first or second week in November. Mm-hmm. When is your um, event? Your event is November, November 3rd. 3rd. So be it, may be, it may be November 3rd, 4th, 5th. I think it's November 6th. I have to look at the dates, but I think it's November 6th. You'll be busy that weekend. Um, and one of my crew, if they're paying attention to the calendar, they can look it up. Um, uh, Ras Ron is looking for rum. There it is, but you can't have it. Hi. Let's see. Uh, Will the historian. We have three cats, or three dogs and two cats. Luke, Ruby, and 
Kara Zor-El. My son's a big Superman wow. fan. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Rocky so and Gus Grissom. They're the cats. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, we lost Kal-El last year to a sickness. Yes. Um, uh, Ras Ron. Yes, Captain. Heard this. Athena, the pirate queen. Yeah. Um, Nightingale. Great you took in your dad's babies. Of course. There's Jim. I wondered if Jim was here. In a pirate world, Polly always gets the cracker. <laughs> Absolutely right. Aye. If Grissom doesn't stop getting into the catnip and reaching far out status, he may be up for sale. <laughs> Just joking. Rescued him from a pickup nine years ago. Aye. Uh, and a thank you to Paula uh, about her, her two... Um, Nightingale for her taking care of her dad's animals. Athena Rivers has six cats. Smoke, CK, <laughs> Hemi, CB, Silver, and Fluffers. I don't want to know where Fluffers came from. <laughs> uh, four dogs, Taz, Blue, Mocha, and Bear, along with many other fur babies. Very good. Um, and Gunner Hel Hellfire loves the Tazzy boy. And, uh, Gunner and, Hel and Athena are... Um, very good friends. We'll leave it at that. Ah, look, there's Sadie Nichols. Sadie, I thank you for joining us. I sure miss you guys. Sadie was a member of our crew, still is a member of our crew, but she has been, she first moved to Greece, then to Spain, then to Germany because her man does a job that the United States government needs very passionately in certain countries, and they haven't been home now for almost four years. And they have a baby that I haven't seen other than pictures. And that baby better be very happy to see old Uncle Mayhem when they come back stateside. <laughs> I got to tell you that. But it's good to see Sadie on board. Her and I haven't had any conversations for a while. She asked a few questions on Facebook. I'm going to have to connect with her. Yep, see, Paula, there's Sadie. I Will the historian, I volunteer at a rescue shelter. The amount of people that call us asking to take the dog because he got too big or didn't realize they would be so energetic baffles me. Do the research before. Absolutely right. Do the research before. All right. Let's see. Uh, Gunner says, hey to Sadie. Just stopping in to say hello. Love the show, but I always have to watch it in the next day because of the time difference. Yep, we know. Thank you, Sadie. Great show. Great topic. Thank you. We appreciate that. Paula has six cats. Figueroa, Charming, Duchess, Athena, Bastet, and Calypso, Mazakine, and Georgie Goose. Wow. Talk about some difficult names to remember. I actually, believe it or not, I rescued Calypso. Yeah. Of, I, I rescued Calypso for her. The cat, she was six weeks old at the time, like terrified in the middle yeah. of Blanding Boulevard. Wow. Stopped, grabbed her, took her to the vet, and had a clean bill of health, and right. now... She's apparently very huge. And somebody has noticed the fingers around your neck. Instead of most people carrying rabbit uh, rabbit paws, he's carrying fingers. So that's a good thing. Yeah. I, and a hand that, that oh, needs it. Very good. Um, I'm, Sadie says she misses us all, too. I've got the coolest friends. Of course you do. Will the Historian says, anytime I need to sell an idea, I make a video using Sarah McLaughlin's In the Arms of the Angels. Works every time. <laughs> How do you think I got a date to my senior prom? <laughs> That's my son. Hey, I got to ask you then, is that how you got your wife? <laughs> uh, 
Let's see. Nightingale is temporarily fostering, can help some families going through hard times. Mm -hmm. I did foster two dogs for a homeless family. Mm -hmm. I There was a comedian that, I, I thought about this earlier and it just popped into my head. There was a comedian that used to do a, a couple of funny lines about dogs and dogs with homeless people. And you wonder if the dog is, is sitting there looking at the other people that go by and those are the people that are fluent and have, and, and the dog's going, how did I, what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hi. <coughs> Shipwreck with Captain Morrow is on board. Good to see you, mate. He's in the Carolinas. Hi, very good to have him aboard as always. He has just finished and published a book. And I think we're going to put his book up on uh, our pages here for everybody to see real soon. Um, Will the historian? Yeah, snakes make great companions. They do bear hugs and life right out of you, <laughs> and then eat you. <laughs> yeah, my son has got a sense of humor like his dad. Uh, it looks like I don't see. Let's see. See, sometimes they talk amongst themselves too. Uh, snakes are just cute little danger noodles that just want to cuddle. They're so cute. Yeah, right. Uh, I've been watching some videos about all the snake problems we have in Florida and the Everglades. Mm. It's scary. So it looks like we've reached about the end there. I don't see anything else. Um, I, I, my son's uncle Jesse makes moonshine. Yeah, Uncle Jesse, that sounds like you've been watching episodes of uh, Dukes of Hazzard. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. I, I don't know of any Uncle Jesse you have. <laughs> Yeah, I think you've uh, let Dukes of Hazard bleed into your brain there, mate. Hi. Uh, it looks like this is I don't see anything else that's going to pop up here. Mandy Joe, we have very picky on ingredients and manufacturing mm -hmm. since I have Persians that can have very sensitive systems. Yeah, I think all cats and dogs have sensitive systems to a point. They're not, they're not the animals they used to be a hundred years ago where they could just eat about anything. I've always gone by a rule of thumb if one of the first three ingredients has to be a meat. Yeah. Or protein of some type. Yeah. Protein of some type. Aye. Dick Swings is the 13th. Thank you, Paula, for letting me know. The 13th. Very good. Well, we've gone through everything. It is time for us to do a couple of last-minute things and conclude this show at an hour and 37 minutes so far. Does it feel like you've been here that yeah, long? Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. good. That means we've had a good time. So let's see. Guests on deck. Do you have that? Did, the, did Davey send that one over to you? There it is, guests on deck. So this hasn't been updated, but Ann Colby, author of Wicked St. Augustine, just messaged me this morning. She is ready for next week. She wrote a book about some of the Fun adult things of old St. Augustine. Prostitution, gambling, moonshining, rum running. It's all in her book. It's a great book. I actually have a copy here, but she's going to be on the show next week. Um, and then on the 9th is Morgan Lanny. She's one of my favorite tour guides. I have to be careful because I have a lot of favorite tour guides, but she's going to come on and we're going to talk about ghost tours. How appropriate for that in October. Carol Busby is coming on on the 16th. She's from up in the northern area, uh, New Hampshire, I believe it is. I could, it could be Maine, but she's interested in doing a story or a, a show on the history of women and pirates. We're going to promote Spooktacular, have a Halloween special, uh, tasting tours of St. Augustine, Dick's Wings, Diana Hammond from a movie pop 
prop designer that we're bringing in, St. Nicholas himself, <laughs> the beginning of November may pop in and say hello. Um, we may do a Pearl Harbor special. December 11th and 18th, I have not booked anybody, but I just got a message from the sheriff. Sheriff Hardwick here is interested in doing something. If I can get him in on December 11th or 18th, he'll be there. A Christmas special on the 25th. And New Year's Day, we're going to talk about the history of resolutions. So we have a whole lineup there, a plethora of fun things to talk about and have fun with. And joke of the week, we got to reveal that. I got, I, I just am dying to know what a pirate calls a blunt sword. Okay, it's time for the answer to the joke of the week. What do you call a pirate sword that is completely blunt? The answer is... A cutlass. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to laugh at that one. Cutlass. It looks like Mandy's trying to hold in a laugh. And gunfire, well... It's because gunfire predicted it earlier, so it makes did, me laugh. Did he really? Well, then I have to give credit to gunfire. He's smarter than he looks. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, why I, that's why I giggled whenever they popped it up, because I was thinking about it, and I was like... I feel like it's a cutlass, but I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer. Very good. We do our thank yous and appreciations at this point in the show because you can't have a good show without making sure that the people that help you do the show or are part of the show have been given proper thanks. So we have a video for that. Go ahead, Mandy. The Captain Quarters podcast is indeed a ship sailing the seas of the world, always in search of history, knowledge, and adventure. It takes a crew to run a ship, so we'd like to take this opportunity to thank those who helped keep the ship afloat. Our sponsors, St. Augustine Pirate and Treasure Museum, Dick's Wings Bar and Grill, Spyglass Travel, Ancient City Sirens, Rikers Reenactors, Paper and Strings, Shiver Me Pictures, and Florida Water Tours. The supporting cast and crew, Captain William Mayhem, Navigator Davy Longwood, Gunner Hellfire Henley, Photographer Mandy Joe, Juan Cam, and of course our Potter Monkey. Helping others gives the crew purpose. The four major charities we support, with always room for more, are Inc. Investing in Kids, St. John's County Fire Cadets, Says St. Augustine Youth Services, and the Humane Society. You too can be part of the crew and support the show in many ways. Go to Patreon. Support us with a small monthly contribution as Powder Monkey or First Mate memberships. Go to YouTube. Hit the like and subscribe button to join our ranks and support the show. Or a single contribution which helps with other expenses of the show. Thank you. It does take a crew. Absolutely right. It takes a crew and we can't do it without all the help. We have good sponsors now. The, stro the show is strong. And believe it or not, the show is now running on its own. What that means, ladies and gentlemen, is the cost to run the show, pay the expenses, pay for the royalties of music and pictures and everything else is being taken care of now by all the contributions and the sponsorship of the show. That means that Mr. Davey, Mandy Joe, Hellfire Henley, or myself, we don't have to pull any money out of our pocket to run this show. It's running at a nice, even keel. And we're on the verge, close, or in the words of that, a great immortal philosopher, Maxwell Smart, 
missed it by that much. (laughs) We're that close to monetization. Once that happens, ladies and gentlemen, why, there's no telling what we can do. We are going to upgrade our StreamYard membership to a more professional membership, which means that we have act action and access to create more cameras. I can create an extra camera here, but it takes a lot. We can actually do more cameras here, and we can actually put more screens here. Like last week, we had six screens, six different people, or six different locations on the show. With the upgrade, we'll be able to go up as far as 10, I think, maybe 12, which will be nice when we start doing some of these shows where I'm bringing in people from all over the world to have fun with the things we talk about. So with your help, we've been able to do just that, and we thank you all very much, especially me, from the bottom of my heart, because it gives us the opportunity to do wonderful, wonderful things like this one, where we can inform you about some of the great organizations like the Humane Society here in St. Augustine and St. John's County. Show our platforms real quick, Miss Mandy. You can watch us on YouTube, and then it'll download. And once it downloads, it goes to YouTube, Spotify, or Instagram. If you just want to listen to us, and I get tons of people at the museum that are here for the weekend, and then they say, well, I'll listen to you on the way dry, on the drive home. You can listen to us on Stitcher, Apple Podcast, and Amazon Music. When we upgrade with StreamYard, I believe we get to add two more platforms to what we have here. Um, Mr. Davey Longwood is more up on that. We'll, we'll let you know. But that's eight platforms. We had two more. We're on ten platforms, and we're getting some good numbers. Show our numbers, in fact. What a segue. 1,425 followers. Ladies and gentlemen, we were only at 1,408 last week. That means we put on 17 more people in the past seven days. That's pretty good. We're getting 1,400 views. I mean, look at it. Some of our 100th episode, look at all the views we're getting on everything. The last 48-hour views, 425.5 hours of watch time weekly. That's pretty good. I don't know if the numbers are good or not. I'm just told they're good, so then I'll tell you they're pretty good. Because I'm old, and I'm not tech savvy. That's why I have Mandy Cho and Davey Longwood and Hellfire Henley. They're young. They understand makes it easier for me. Upon that note, before we leave, there is one thing we must do. Every guest on the show gets a souvenir to remember us on the show. It is a poker chip, a one, a, a black poker chip, uh-huh. and everybody knows that black in Vegas is a hundred dollars. Uh-huh. It's got our logo on it, <laughs> and on the back side it has our sign-off. You have our, the one from the last time? Yes, I do. Do you really? Still carrying it in your wallet. Look at that. Look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, he has the one from last time. So I give you one. Thank you. I Thank you. And if you want a second one, sure. take a second one. That means you've been on the show twice. Now, I will give you fair warning. Even though it's black and black in Vegas is the $100 chip, it's not worth $100. <laughs> I was about to say, where do I go? No, not worth $100. It's worth far more <laughs> yes, to me. in the affection of being a part of our show. That's what it is. I, but you can hang on to that because I tell people now, if you show up downtown anytime, uh-huh. downtown, and you find me downtown somewhere, and you show me you have that coin upon your person, I will buy you a drink. Uh-huh. And it'll be easy for you because you don't drink. <laughs> 
So I'll tell you what, I'll buy me a drink in your honor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But they're always right. soft drinks. Right. So we always like to do one other thing before we close the show and go to our tagline. And that other thing is this. I find it always a nice thing to allow our guest to have the last word. So let's go with uh, Lynn. Do you have anything you want to say to close out this show? This has been a great show, and we're almost at an hour, almost at two hours now. Thank you for all you do and for what people do like this. That's how we do what we do. And it it, it falls in line with the saying that I love to use, and I used it a couple of weeks ago. It takes a village. Absolutely. It takes a village, and it really is important, and this is proof. All right. Steve is a board member of the St. Augustine Humane Society, the secretary. (laughs) Secretary. Do you have anything you want to say to close out? Uh, Well, not not tonight. No? Very good? No, no, that's good. Steve, how long have you been with the Humane Society now? Uh, I've been on the board for approximately four years now. Very good. And you've been with them for two. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope that your reign for both of you continues on because I like the relationship we have. Thank you. Upon that note, Mandy, it's time to close this show with the proper words. You may start. Part of the podcast? Part of the crew? Always. We can't do it without you. We love our fans. We respect them. And thank you very much for being a part of our show. We look forward to seeing you next week on the 2nd of October. Bye. Bye, baby. <laughs> <laughs>